Welcome to the Local Marketing Trends Podcast, where you'll find regular insights on what's happening in the world of local marketing from two of the brightest and occasionally irreverent minds in the industry, Corey Elliott and Gordon Burrell. Today's show is sponsored by Site Impact, the experts in email marketing. And now, here's your hosts, Gordon and Corey. Hello and welcome everybody to our next podcast. We have uh, a guest host this time. Corey is uh, not with us today, but we have the inimitable Jim Brown. Say hello, Jim. Hello, Gordon. Happy to be here. Great to have Jim with us. Jim is a frontline sales guy, uh, has been in sales for a long period of time. So Jim kind of keeps us real, don't you? I try to do my best. And by the way, Corey is still with us. He's just not with us right now. That's right. (laughs) He hasn't passed. The thorn in my side is still around, but you probably will be a bigger one. Oh, yeah, just look out. (laughs) (laughs) So we've got a great interview this session with Perry Sook, the CEO of Nextdoor. I've known Perry for quite a long time since he owned only a handful of stations back in uh, 2004. He had just bought one, WYU in uh, Wilkes-Barre, I believe, uh, and then bought another group. Um, And he's just a great, great guy. So we're going to have that interview coming up. We wanted to start out talking a little bit about kind of to set it up TV and and some really interesting things that are going on with TV, Jim. And I'm going to rely on you to kind of keep us honest here because we're reading the statistics. So you're the guy who's going to jump in and say, yeah, but. Yeah, don't worry. I know you and Corey like to wax poetic sometimes about this stuff, but I represent sort of the sales guy on the street who has to really go and talk to customers and make sense of all this stuff. Boom. So there you go. Anyway, in our current survey that we did th- this year, we saw that um, a really fascinating thing. 20% of the 2,200 businesses we surveyed, 20% were buying TV. And that's a fairly small percentage compared to, say, radio, 44%. We're buying newspapers, 50% of advertisers are still buying newspapers. But here's the more interesting thing. The, the amount of money that those who buy TV spend on TV was twice as much as any other medium and three or four or five times as much as most others. So it was $95,000 on average per year. Next highest is cable, which is about 48000 radio at forty four, and then it goes way down. So, Jim, doesn't that, doesn't that make them a big target because advertisers are spending so much? Isn't everybody going after those dollars? Sure does. In fact, I think you know they have a big target on their back because sales reps see, wow, this is somebody, number one, they can see it. They can see the ads. They see them running on TV, and they go after it. And they know there's large enough budgets that if they can just skim a little bit off the top, that's some real money for them. Yeah, that's uh, it, it is a lot of money. I think TV, though, has a number of things going for it that some groups have incredibly strong digital offerings. And I'm not talking, hey, we've got audience extension and OTT. I don't know what you think about those, Jim, but they're certainly hot sellers, but they're not the stuff that we see a lot of people buying, which is a full suite of digital products like website development, social media. And there are a few station groups out there, Nextstar included, that have this full suite that's really appealing to those advertisers. Well, yeah, but at the end of the day, it's video. And that video is so powerful. And if you listen to what advertisers are telling you, they get results from that. That's where they want to spend their money. Yeah, I think video is is right. And in fact, when we looked at uh, the buying of video advertising, we found, let, let's look at agencies, which certainly buy a lot of video because they make a lot of money off it, right? They make a lot of money off the production of it, and they love to place and get their commission That's fees. Right. Of the 327 agencies we surveyed, 61% said they're buying OTT or connected commercials for their clients. 
So that to me is just amazing. 71% of the agencies said they buy cable or broadcast spots. And get this, more of them are buying placement on YouTube and social media. Yeah, but where do they say they're getting their results, though, Gordon? Yeah, well, <laughs> TV. Well, they, they, they rated everything on effectiveness, and everything had some level of effectiveness, but television blew everything out of the water. You know, why is that? Why does TV continue to be so strong? Well, it's something they're familiar with, number one. And look, if I'm an advertiser and I have people coming in my door telling me, hey, I just saw your spot, or they're singing my jingle, you know, that's what really drives a lot of those local decisions. Yeah, it's just amazing. Television is just a really, really strong medium. And one other thing I'd like to get your opinion on this we saw in the news recently, and that is the TBB is, is pushing the industry to move toward impression-based sales. And what that means is they migrate away from ratings, uh, ratings points, you know, GRPs, and moving more toward audience uh, measurement. So it, to me, it's kind of like what happened to the newspaper industry, what they did back in the in the 1980s. They said, hey, you know, our press run here at the Chicago Tribune is 300,000, but there's 1.3 people per household. So, hey, it's now 400,000. And then they said, well, wait a minute. There's a lot of pass-along readership in offices where the Chicago Tribune is distributed. So suddenly they're up to half a million. Is it just a bunch of hocus-pocus? Well, look, all media do that, right? They all try to make their number look larger, and I think that'll continue to happen. So, yeah, on the one hand, those broadcast companies, as they make that switch to impression-based uh, ratings, that's that's going to change the picture a little bit. But, you know, I think at the end of the day, the advertisers are buying results, and that's what they're really going to look at. They're going to say, what am I getting feedback on? What's driving people in the door? And yeah, results have a lot to do with what I spend and the efficiency of my buy, but that's really what they're looking yeah, for. Yeah, and people, it's, it's, television is more about people than it's about words and, and images and things like that. And didn't you see somebody in the airport a week or two ago? It was on television, television guy, uh, HVAC guy. Oh, I yeah. Think. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, it was funny because he's a one-hour heating air conditioning guy, and you know, he was late, late for his flight. And I, and I said, boy, if anybody can't be late, it's you, right? You know, it's the one-hour guy. Yeah, I was familiar with it. He laughed. His wife chuckled about it. But, yeah, he is all over the airwaves, and he's made quite an impression out there. Yeah, and I see one of the Bannister. I think it is Bannister Nissan. Uh, that guy on a plane, I've seen him a number of times going up to D.C. or to New York. And what do you think he thinks when I say, hey, I recognize you from TV? He thinks swap keys. That's his, that's his jingle. <laughs> that's swap his, keys. Swap, swap keys. keys. No, he thinks my television advertising works. So, yeah, it just it, I, I'm really eager for the uh, everybody here, the interview with uh, with Perry, because he's now head of the largest television company on the planet. This guy has got a vision. I think you're going to be really surprised to hear what he says about retrans uh, and about digital. Uh, Nexstar has got a piece of uh, of the digital pie that I think a lot of people don't actually know about. Yeah, so. they're an amazing company. Uh, this is going to be an interesting interview. Yep. So it's coming right up after this message. Today's podcast is sponsored by our friends at Site Impact, the email marketing experts. If you're not one of the 150 or so media companies working with these guys, you really should be. They're working with a number of our clients, and I got to tell you, they're pretty happy with Site Impact. Site Impact also handles agencies and media companies as well. So if you've got an email newsletter and aren't making any money off it or very little, 
give them a call. If you want to make money off of third-party lists, you should give these guys a call. They know everything about email marketing. Just go to SiteImpact.com. That's S-I-T-E Impact.com. With us today, Perry Sook, Perry's CEO of Nextstar. And uh, I saw, I think, and maybe it was Billboard or some other magazine, the king of all local media, something like that. Is that the... Well, I think Howard Stern already has that title. <laughs> I but, think it's uh... the king of all media, but the king of all local media. Would want to compare you with Howard Stern, but welcome, Perry, and thanks for joining me on this uh, on this podcast. Sure, thank you. You know, you've got some unique experience, and we've watched Nextstar for a long time. I think you and I have known each other since uh, early two thousands, when you had just maybe twenty stations. Certainly, long before uh, you know Nextstar is what it is today with the acquisition of, of Tribune. But your background goes way back to sales at local stations. You were a sales rep. Uh, and sales manager at a local station. Can you talk about that experience in the 80s and 90s, selling TV spot, and how that's changed today? What's required of Nextstar's reps today that you didn't experience back in the in the 80s or so? Well, sure. You know, when I started selling, you know, television in the uh, in the early 80s, uh, Fox didn't exist. The internet didn't exist. You basically had three competitors in a market if it was big enough, an independent TV station. And you sold rating points. You sold uh, service to the advertiser. You tried to build relationships. So some of those things haven't changed and some of those things have completely changed. You know, today, I think our highest and best use of our time with our clients is to try and help them navigate through the myriad of choices that they have and you know to try and be their concierge to help them make decisions about linear television digital hopefully digital projects uh, products that we sell uh but you know the, the 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 marketplace is much more crowded more complicated and i think our value add is still to build a trusted relationship with our clients but we we are going to miss the boat if all we try and do is sell linear television and, and and you talked about linear television and and, this, and now there's this move that you didn't have any A's to impressions based uh, sales how's that going to affect the industry well, I think it's it's a natural evolution. I think it's taken too long for our industry to get to this point, and we are uh, we have you know full throated support for the move to impressions. So, our job at, at the local level in local television as a local service business is to reach the local viewers and try to reach as many of them as you can. And it's just silly that if we reach them through television, we keep score with one set of currency, and if we reach them through any other media, digital, mobile, or any other product, we are dealing with impressions. So it makes total sense to me that we have one currency, which is impressions. And because it's the same consumer that we're trying to reach, the same viewer, the same listener. And, and so I think this will hopefully simplify, simplify our go-to-market approach, simplify it for the buyers that are, that are buying into a local marketplace. And what they really want is to reach as many people as possible through as many tools that we have. And it's, it's, uh, it, it makes perfect sense that we should use the same currency to keep score. Given that the TV competitors in every market are generally selling the same thing, they're selling spot, and then now they're selling digital advertising, digital services, most are selling OTT. What's Nextstar's strategic competitive advantage? What makes Nextstar different than the rest? Well, I would say if we have a, an advantage is that, you know, I tell our people to make good long-term decisions. You know, it's okay to tell your client, 
you don't have enough money to achieve what you want to do. So maybe we save up a couple of months and then really go to the market with a campaign, try and build that trust factor. Uh, it's trite to say that our people make the difference, but hopefully our people do make the difference. And again, I, uh, you know, I run this company. I came up through the sales side of the business. That's somewhat unique in the public company uh, universe of of local television uh, operators. So there's always been a top-down focus on revenue development, creating new business opportunities, and and growing the pie. In any given market, all of the -the over-the-air television stations, Gordon, you write about this all the time, you know, take... 15% maybe of the total advertising spent in that marketplace. So to have a 40 share of television means you have six points of revenue, which means 94% of the dollars spent in the market are not being spent with you. That can be demoralizing to some people, but to me, that's the part of the glacier that's below the waterline, and, and that's where the real opportunity is. So hopefully our company has a top-down focus on sales and revenue development and that our people are similarly uh, aligned with our, with our priorities. It's, it's, it's great to hear you talk that way because we definitely see that there's far more money available in the markets than most media companies realize. But let's talk about one other product that's come up recently. Everybody's seen, except Nextdoor, except you, to rush into OTT just a couple of years ago. And you just seemed a little reticent, but now you are embracing it. So talk about that. What's changed for you with regard to OTT and how is Nextstar approaching? Well, I think our our focus has never been to do it first, but I think our focus has always been to try and do it right. So, you know, we tend to maybe think about things and study things and decide what our approach is going to be and not just be the first company out with a press release to say, oh, look at this new shiny thing. And I'm not being critical of anyone. I'm just saying our process is let's understand the business. Let's understand our piece of it and role in it. And then we can go play and play hard for it. But to to be out there without a strategy is not a prescription for success. And Nextdoor is actively out there selling OT to that. We are, and you know, through our digital, our digital companies that can provide that fulfillment, and uh, and and again, it's our it's our local reps offering that as an add-on opportunity to uh, to the local clients they call on. You've been a pioneer, and this has just been amazing to see in in Retrans, and really, really spearheaded that that movement. Now to the point at which it's more than half of Nextstar's revenues. So you can't really call it a television company anymore, you know, in terms of advertising. So where do you see that headed? There's been this worry that, wow, you know, the industry is dependent, certainly Nextstar is on retrans fees, but cable subscriptions are declining. Mm-hmm. What do you think's gonna happen there? Well, I think, first of all, uh, where the where the puck is going, you know, do we, do we ultimately look as an industry or, or our company uh, because it's more than half that comes from digital and distribution, non-television ad spend today. And with the single-digit growth rate, excluding political, of, of linear television ad spend and the double-digit growth rate of distribution and digital, project that out five years, and we're two-thirds subscription revenue dependent and one-third ad revenue dependent. And that looks a lot like ESPN, right? So um, will we go that far? Will uh, Will that be the ultimate endpoint? I do think that Distribution revenue will start to level off as we kind of reach our fair share of the pie. But, um, you know, we do see, you know, OTT taking up a piece of the marketplace. These skinny bundles, though, have started to look a lot like the basic bundles that the traditional MVPDs have offered. So 
the uh, the ecosystem always tends to kind of gravitationally pull everybody into kind of the same uh, pattern, uh, whether you're producing content or distributing it. But, uh, you know, we are being paid for our presence on OTT platforms now uniformly. And um, and, and so, you know, that we consider that to be part of the ecosystem. So if someone is bundling up our signal and with a bunch of others and selling that and we're being paid to be a part of it, that sounds a lot like a traditional MVPD. It's just the technology is different, whether it's streaming or whether it's through a you know satellite or you whatever. OTT fees is offsetting retrans, cable retrans fees if they start declining. They uh, yes, we we've seen that in NextStar over the last year. The uh, decline in traditional subscribers has been more than covered by the uh, emergence and growth of the OTT subscribers. Now I think we're through the early adopter phase of OTT, so where it levels out, I don't yet quite have a lens. But you know we've been able to backfill subscriber loss and subscriber revenue loss in traditional MVPDs with OTT revenue, which is which is new to us. Mm-hmm. Two quick questions. We have about a minute left. One is the Tribune acquisition. Really changes Nextstar quite a bit. Nextstar has been seen as a company that's been in rural markets, smaller markets, etc. But suddenly you find yourself in LA, Chicago, New York. How's it changed the company? Well, I think the the essential services we provide are the same, whether it's Los Angeles or San Angelo, Texas, that we're there to you know, provide local content that's relevant and contextual and interesting to the community and, and help local businesses grow. So the business isn't that different. And, you know, I spent a lot of time in my career here in Dallas in major market television. You know, we own the the NBC and an independent in Tampa. We own Crown in San Francisco. So, uh, you know, I don't think that the basic business proposition is is that much different. And, and again, Tribune was a tremendous acquisition for us. We now have uh, 63 million or 69 million households that we cover with our, our linear television. Our websites, if you add up all of the site uh, uh, users in Tribune and Nextstar, according to Comscore, it's over 100 million monthly uniques. That's a top site in the country for news and information. So with this scale, I'm not interested in building a national content platform, but could we build a national advertising platform and allow people to access local news and information in an entirely different way? So five years ago, Nextstar was about a half a billion dollar company. Last year, it was close to $3 billion. This trajectory five years from now, you're going to be buying Google, right? (laughs) Or maybe Google will want to buy us. You never know. Five years out, where do you see Nextstar? Acquisitions in the picture, further acquisitions. What does Nextstar look like five years from now? Well, until or unless the uh, national ownership rules change in television, we're not going to be able to expand into too many more markets. We're bumping up right against that cap today. I'm I'm forever hopeful, uh, but also realistic about how slowly the wheels turn in Washington. Um, I do think that, you know, we see the emergence, the emerging opportunity right now, our broadcast company, which is one of our two subsidiaries, is the oak tree. And our digital company, and even the president of the digital company calls it kind of the sapling that we want to grow into an oak tree. So I think you're going to see probably more investment and more growth opportunities on the digital side of our business. But again, it's really one company, if you look at it from the end user, the viewer and the advertiser, can we bring all of these assets together to offer them the complete package of services, which I do think will differentiate us from uh, our competitors over time. Great. Thank you, Harry, for being with me. And, and congratulations, not only the Tribune acquisition, but on something I don't think many people know, and that is that when you look at Tribune or, or Nextstar's digital revenue, you see about half of it coming from the local broadcast side, sales, a little over $100 million last year, 
and more actually coming from a separate digital unit. And that's really remarkable. There's only one other company we know of that has that level of significant digital revenue not coming from the direct sales force, which is Townsquare, which is a, a radio mm -hmm. company. So mm -hmm. congratulations on that. Congratulations on the acquisition. Thanks for being a guest. Well, thank you for the congratulations and thanks for having me today, Gordon. I appreciate it. Another great interview there, Gordon. You guys always find great people to speak to. And Perry's such a good spokesperson for the TV industry. He really is. But, you know, I do worry about the retransmission fees for TV because, you know, so many people that I talk to are still cutting the cord or who have already cut the cord. I just don't know that that is going to be enough revenue to make up the difference. What is it, about 40% of the revenue? Yeah, for next door, it's actually a bit more now. I think it's closer to 50% uh, or maybe above that. Yeah, so that's going to that's gonna present an issue for them moving forward, I think. Yeah, um, I still have cable and uh, Netflix and Hulu and Sling and everything else, um, but it's going soon. I can, I can see it coming. You may yeah, be indeed. right about that. Anyway, we've run out of time. Jim, thanks for sitting in for Corey. This has been great. My pleasure to be here. I'm going to go run and sell something now. Thanks, <laughs> Thanks, and thanks, everybody, for joining us. Hope you have a great rest of your day. You've been listening to the Local Marketing Trends Podcast, sponsored by Site Impact. If you have submissions for something you'd like Corey or Gordon to discuss, or if you'd like to be a guest on the show, email the hosts at podcast at borellassociates.com and let them know. Thanks for listening, and remember, market well.